Hello, and welcome to the Rooted in Reliability podcast, your plant performance podcast, where we dive deeper into asset management techniques and know-how. I'm your host, James Kovacic, and I will be your guide to achieving industry best practice. The Rooted in Reliability podcast is here to provide you with the insights to improve plant performance and deliver bottom line results to your organization. In case you missed the last episode, you can find the Rooted in Reliability podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and on the reliability.fm network. Don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. Now let's dive into today's topic. It's my pleasure to welcome Roman Megala to the podcast. Welcome, Roman. Thank you very much, James. It's a pleasure to be here. So, Roman, you are a senior reliability engineer with Easy Laser. Um, yes. As people can guess by your accent, you're not located over here in Canada or the U.S. You're in no. Sweden, correct? Yes, that's correct. All right. Yes. Ex- excellent. So, you're a senior reliability with Easy Laser. Prior to that, you spent a bunch of time working as service managers, service engineering, doing a lot of work around rotating equipment. Although very brief, what can you tell us about yourself? Uh, well, I have a um, mechanical engineering uh, background and uh, I have been working with the rotating equipment in the field for more than 20 years. And uh, I started as a maintenance technician and uh, I work at... Uh, I worked with, uh, with the glass uh, production, I worked with the stainless steel production, and uh, then finally I ended working with the oil and gas, and uh, especially with the oxygen gas compression systems. So especially uh, for, the, for, the, for the oxygen production, basically. So compressors, blowers, uh, fans, and pumps, and all kind of equipment. Uh, my specialty it's uh, the machinery installation, uh, assembly and placement of the equipment, uh, and I also worked as a commissioner for um, oil and gas um, projects, uh, which I commissioned uh, all over the world: United States, Asia, Singapore, Europe, etc. All right, excellent. So you bring a tremendous amount of experience with machinery installation ensuring that it's installed correctly, that it's going to run correctly. And that's what we want to talk about today is machinery installation. Now, yes. let's make sure everyone understands what is machinery installation from a, you know, a fundamental standpoint? Uh, well, to me, the machinery installation, it's, uh, it's uh, the most important phase in the machinery life. Uh, it is the initial moment of the machinery to coming into the production, to, to, to starting active life. That's what it is to me. All right, excellent. Now, why is it so important that we get installation right or do it properly? Uh, well, uh, let me call it uh, the, the installation. It's um, the, the installation, it has the direct impact on the machinery and it will determine the operating conditions and the performance and the life cycle cost. Uh, basically, the way the machine is installed, it will determine how it will behave and what we will have. So, uh, to me, if we if we call it short, uh, if an organization is buying a million dollar equipment, they don't want to put in the hands of someone who doesn't know how to install it, right? Yep. So that's the machinery installation. It's a it's a cornerstone when it comes to the the, the process entire process life. Okay, so if we don't get it right, we're going to have premature failures, we're going to extend the life cycle costs, 
and Correct. we're not going to get what out of it what we thought we were going to get. Correct. Correct. And uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's it's very funny because as I said in the beginning, a uh, million dollar equipment can be just destroyed by by negligency or by very simple mistakes. All right. Yeah. So not proper alignment, forgetting about thermal growth. Um, I've seen that happen with quite a few blowers. They forget to yes. compensate for thermal growth. It heats up and it self-destructs. Um, yes. yes, it can be very painful if we don't do it well. Yes. Now, in our past conversations, you mentioned that there are three elements to a proper machinery installation program, if you will. What are those three elements? Those are the three elements which uh, basically worked for me. It's, uh, it's uh, my idea about the things. It's how I see the things. And the first one is the integrity. The second element is the strategy. And the third element, it's a planning. All right, excellent. So what is integrity then? Um, integrity, the definition of integrity, we, 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 all, we, we all understand what that, that means. It's um, is the practice of being honest and showing and consistent and uncompromising adherence to strong moral or, or um, ethical values, procedures, whatever you want to call it, but basically you stick to do what you say you are doing, right? Yep. That's right. basically the integrity. So what does integrity have to do with machinery installation then? Well, to me, the integrity, it's, uh, it's very necessary. Uh, if you are on site, uh, when the assembly and installation is coming in place, uh, we have deadlines, we have a lot of stress, we have not delivered equipment, uh, we have equipment which needs to be installed. It's a lot of people, they are different teams. It's um, different cultures, uh, different way of working, and um, the integrity, it's a way of describing that we believe in the procedures we are doing, right? Integrity, it could be, I can, I can mention an example of, uh, of integrity. We, we were installing the pump with, uh, on a very, very bad foundation, which we didn't know. Um, we finally got the alignment in place. And when we started to torque the bolts, the torquing came into the 30% and the alignment was perfectly done. But when we continued torquing, the alignment, it moved out because the base, the foundation was very bad. So there is your integrity. What do you say? Uh, do you stick with the proper report, just 30% or you go and tell that this is not okay and we have to take care of that? Um, integrity also means that people, it's taking their work seriously people take an ownership of what they are doing. And that's, that's the most crucial thing, I would say. Okay, so it's really about, you know, if there's an underlying issue, whether there's a bent base plate, if the concrete foundation is bad, Correct. if we have bad anchors or whatever the case may be, Correct. we address and deal with these and we don't just leave it because that's not our job. Correct. And the integrity, it's for all of us. Integrity, it's for everyone involved in the installation from the installers to the project manager everybody needs to take their part of the integrity and you need to say if you see the things are not correctly installed yep i mean so, a, a very typical a very typical uh, um, example it's pipe stress 
the welding on the pipes, on the spools, uh, was not properly done. Our spool, our flange, it's not lining on the compressor. What do we do? Nobody is watching. We just take a crowbar and we push it into the compressor, right? <laughs> Bolt it down and nobody see anything. My job is done. It's, I'm, I can leave. So that's what we have to avoid. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Because if we don't do that, there's all these underlying issues that are, that's going to reduce the life of the Correct. equipment. Correct. And that will kick us in the ass. Yep. Now, how do we leverage integrity for machinery installation? Do we put standards in place? Is it training? How do we further build integrity into machinery installation if, you know, we have some of these issues we find, but they go undealt with? Yes. Uh, to me, uh, it, was, it was always very important to address uh, an integrity from the very beginning and leave the space and time for the people to do their own work properly. Many people complain, we do not have time to, to, to perform this. Integrity will give you a perspective. It will tell you, hello, we have a problem here which we need to address. We cannot continue installing or assembling before we proceed with that. If you, if you get an information, you get an opportunity to build your own plan. You can do uh, rebuilds, you can correct the things. But if the things are hidden, they will just come back lately, and that yeah. will that will hit. Uh, uh, in in other words, um, the business owner he sees the business feasibility. He doesn't know how to install the machines. That's why he call installers to do that. And we should take our proud of what we are doing. This podcast is brought to you by High Performance Reliability. Need help in making a sustainable improvement in your maintenance and reliability program? Look no further than high-performance reliability. Our experienced staff is ready to help you improve plant performance and make a difference to your bottom line. Let high-performance reliability provide you with a free one-hour, no-obligation consultation. Find out more at hpreliability.com or by emailing info at hpreliability.com. Now, how do we make sure that happens? So do we have standards in place? Do we have checks being performed after the installation? How do we ensure that, you know? Yes. Yes. Like um, from the very beginning, if you allow me, we have uh, API recommended practices 686, which, uh, which I was actually raised with. And uh, they have a recommended practices for machinery installation. So here we are basically not inventing anything. We are just collecting the data. We have standards, we have ANSI standards, we have ISO standards, we have API, we have Norshock. We have so many things to learn to just follow those correct procedures. So we just have to follow those correct procedures. Now, here's a question. I've run into this once upon it, at least once or twice. What if the machine was not designed properly or the layout was not designed properly and there's not a way to physically install it correctly so you have to make something work to get it installed? What, how do we deal with that type of thing then? Uh, I mean, this happens so many times and I know exactly what, what you're meaning. Uh, in my opinion, the best way to deal with that is to inform everyone and, and tell and this issue needs to be needs to be needs to be brought up all right because, Excellent. I, I mean in, in the um, in, in, in the reality you can't install the machine which was uh, 
design under pressure or over pressure uh, into into the process, it it will it will just blow up everything. Yep. Yes, yeah, so we have to raise the awareness, raise the concern yes. to the project manager, or the construction manager, whoever's running yes. that project, to make sure that they're aware of the concerns and we can work to mitigate those risks. Then. Yes. And and uh, if I can comment on that, um, uh, the way I like to work is to have involved the whole team in the process from the very beginning. Because uh, when it comes to the installation uh, and when it comes to the design, uh, most of the, of the floor guys, the guys who are actually working with the machines and installing the machines, they can come up with the perfect solutions. They already know saying this is going to work or this is not going to work. All right, so we, you know, we raised the concern, but then as a team, we figure out what the best path is to move forward. Yes, correct. Okay. Excellent. Correct. Now, integrity is obviously a very important part of the installation process. Now, what would you tell those who are looking to improve their machinery installation process? Um, I would like to, uh, I have, uh, I have uh, three suggestions, which I will really recommend. And uh, they are, um, you have to have establishing a standard. You have to have proper training and you have to do the documentation. Uh, the standard for me, it's a, it's, a, it's a first step to be taken. You need to have a standard, a team standard, company standard, uh, organization standard to say, this is the way we are going to do the things. We are going to follow API 686. We are going to follow uh, ISO 13709. We are going to follow this, but this is the way we are going to do. And you have to establish this standard, inform everyone, and you need to include the suppliers. Everybody who is coming to help you, everybody who is going to cooperate with you needs to be aware that you team or you company follow this procedure. You need to implement that installation procedure in your whole team. Then the next step is a training. After you install the standard, you need to train. You need to train your team in the installation procedures. Everybody, everybody who is coming into your team and it's new, he needs to learn and he needs to go through that. He needs to, everybody needs to understand and everybody needs to um, follow that procedure. I mean, basically saying we all have to pull the one string, right? Mm -hmm. You don't want to have anyone who is uh, doing their own things. Yep. Like, for example, when, um, when we built the projects, uh, for example, in Singapore, um, I was commissioning a, a, a vapor recovery unit and we got uh, Indian teams, we got Bangladeshi teams, we got Swedish teams, we got British teams, Dutch teams, etc. And uh, we basically did uh, what's called toolbox meeting in the morning prior to start. Everybody was informed. Everybody was told to do what they are, what they are in charge of, and not to do anything else, to not disturbing anyone. And we were pretty successful. It's uh, communication. It's the way to go. To me. Yep. So the second, so the second part, the training, it's the most important, most critical. And the third one is the documentation. You have to collect all the information. You need to create the reports following the same standards. You need to 
you need to have it as a future reference because when it comes to the troubleshooting, the reports are the only way for you to understand what was done in the past. Yep. So those will be my three recommendations to follow. All right, excellent. Now, I know we've mentioned there was three elements and we've really only talked about integrity. But yes. so as a preview, can you kind of give people an insight to what strategy and planning are? Um, I know we're going to come back and talk about those on another podcast, but I want to make sure they're aware of what those other elements are. Yes, the, the element of strategy, it's, uh, if we talk about the description, it's a, it's, a, it's a high level plan to achieve goals under conditions of uncertainty. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how we are going to plan that. It's a completely new situation for, uh, for a whole team. That's, that's the strategy. That's, that's, um, that's extremely key think into when it comes to the machinery installation mm -hmm. and then we have the planning uh, planning it's um, it's uh, it's a basically uh, a function when we sit down and plan exactly what's to be done who is going to do it when is to be done and the way it's going to be done okay so there are there are there are differences yeah all right excellent so I'm going to take a guess here. So the strategy, that's where we're going to define the standards, the training program, that sort of stuff. Correct. And then the planning is the actual who's doing it, what tools do they need, that type of stuff, right? Yes, correct. Excellent. Correct. All right, correct. excellent. Now, we're going to come back to those on different podcasts. But before we go, what is the one action you want our listeners to take away regarding integrity? Um, there is one thing. Uh, um, there is one word. And that's the assumption. I assume, I assume that the foundation it's in level. I assume that that pipe is correctly welded. I assume that's the thing we have to take away. Never assume. We engineers, we measure and we calculate. We do not assume. All right, that is some great words of wisdom. Uh, oh, thank you. Now, Roman, where can people find out more about you? the installation process, easy laser, all those great things. Well, uh, since I'm working at the easy laser, um, they can always uh, find, uh, find us at uh, our webpage, easylaser.com. And uh, since I am uh, I'm active with the writing the blogs and things, uh, they can always write an email and, uh, and answer a question, which I will be very pleased to answer. It's no problem. All right, excellent. Now. One last question before we go. Do you have any favorite resources? What's your favorite resource for machinery installation? Is it API, one of the API standards? Is it a book? What's your, what's your favorite resource? Yes. Um, uh, I was raised with the API, uh, Recommended Practices. Uh, that's my Bible book. That's the book I really like to recommend and, and follow for everyone. It's not that hard uh, to read. Uh, and then the second one, it's the um, ISO standard 30,709, which is a centrifugal pumps for petroleum, petrochemical, and natural gas industries. All right, excellent. Those are, uh, those are the technical books regarding the machinery installation. Uh, but I would like to also recommend uh, a book uh, from a guy which I really, really like. I meet him at the international conferences. His name is uh, James Reyes-Picknell. His book called Uptime. Uh, it's really, really good book to read. And also Reliability Web, 
books, uh, Uptime Elements. That's also something which I will strongly recommend to read. All right, excellent. I know James, and uh, he is a he's a great individual. Some great books he's put out yeah. there. So yes. excellent. I'll make sure to include links to all these in the show notes. Roman, I want to thank you for taking the time to talk to us about integrity today. Thank you, James. Thank you for this opportunity. Absolutely. Yes. And we will be back to talk about strategy and planning again. Yes. So, you know, we're going to make sure we cover all three elements for our listeners. But until then, Absolutely. thank you so much. Thank you very much, James. I would like to thank you for listening and remind you that you can always find out more on maintenance, reliability, and asset management at www.iridicio.com and by following our blog. The Rooted in Reliability podcast is a proud member of the Reliability.fm network. I'd like to ask you to please rate and review this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. It ensures the podcast stays relevant and is easy to find by like-minded professionals. It is only with your ratings and reviews that the Rooted in Reliability podcast can continue to grow. I thank you for providing this small but critical support. We'll see you next week when we dive into another burning topic with Rooted in Reliability, your plant performance podcast.